Hey friends, thanks so much for tuning into the Inner Revolution podcast. Are you ready to be changed? Well, let's go. Hey everyone, good to be with you on another cast here at the Inner Revolution. Just wanted to recap a recent class I did for uh, some leaders here at our Bible school. And uh, I just think it's such a valuable subject. And maybe it is uh, understood partially. It's always interesting when we introduce a subject and someone says, oh, I know that. Oh, I know God loves me or I know that Bible verse. Well, my question is, how much of it do we know? Do we know 1% of it? Do we know 5% of it? Really, we know something uh, based on revelation and demonstration. So in this day and age of knowledge and information, what are we really learning? Well, I want to talk today and challenge our hearts to consider the thought of an evil report. And I was recently in the airport traveling overseas, and I saw this statement, if you see something, say something. And, you know, that's a great security measure. But I also thought in the church, that's a very good idea. If you see something you don't understand or hear something you don't understand, so valuable to communicate to the right people. And that's really my largest point today is it's so easy to communicate sideways and downward. But if you see something that doesn't look right, see something that doesn't sound right, or there's just a pure misunderstanding, how important it is to go to the person alone. Matthew chapter 18, verse 15 through 18. I really encourage us to read those verses because when we go to someone alone, we are going to the source We are understanding the facts of the situation. We're understanding the context of the situation. And most of all, number three, if we should be involved or not, am I the right person to do any action? Well, the first step I want to say is an evil report is not just bad news, because we hear that every day, but it's news that has a malicious motivation. Uh, One writer says it's slander that has the intent of murdering. Uh, We could say it's the assassination of character. So information that may come to you can be like a stick of dynamite. And we have to really be careful and ask those questions. What are the facts? What's the context? Who is being spoken to for what reason and for what purpose? And thirdly, am I the person to be involved? Maybe I'm the person that would say, hey, listen, let's go to that person alone. Talk to them. Go in humility. Seek them out as a brother or sister with a spirit of meekness in Ephesians 4.2, Galatians 6.1, Matthew 18.15 through 18. And Romans 14, 4. But this doesn't happen, uh, especially online. 
I'm amazed at the boldness that people have to say what they're going to say online, but they'd never say it to your face. I would say this to all of us. If we are communicating information online to people, ask yourself, could I do it in person? People are so uh, emboldened to speak through their computer and hide behind their technology. But it takes a real man and woman of God to go alone in humility and say, hey, listen, did I understand you correctly? Did I, I don't want to misrepresent or misinterpret. Because when emotion and reasoning and subjective perception get involved, the piece of dynamite, the stick of dynamite in our hand is now lit. And we can throw it and destroy many. As Hebrews 12, 15 says, we can defile many by our perverse conversation and our bitterness. Or we can blow up ourselves in Isaiah 59, 5, where we are uh, hearing information that does not go through the cross. And then it poisons us in Psalm 41, 7. And then all of a sudden, we, our mindset, our our view of that person changes, and it happens. I mean, all of us have been in a situation where something's been done wrong to us, and then when we look at that person, we we have a pretense or a judgment towards them. It takes a lot to go to a person alone. It takes humility. It takes guts. It takes courage. But this often remedies the situation. But there are some situations where it doesn't, and that's when we take a brother and plead with that person. And thirdly, we would take leadership to, again, uh, plead with that person. So it's a very interesting verse here in Ecclesiastes 10.20. When you hear an evil report, again, we don't want to deny it. Uh, We don't want to deflect it. We don't want to put it under a rug. But we have to ask ourselves this question. If I see something, say something. Now that, again, means you go to the person alone, you go to leadership, you're going up, you're going to people that can do something about it. Maybe it's a trusted friend that's a mentor in your life, accountability partner, someone that is spiritually mature that can help you process. Now, an evil report, we know with the 12 spies, Joshua and Caleb, two came back with a positive report and 10 came back with an evil report. Now, again, evil is not bad news. It is a system that attacks the character and nature of God. It's an accusation in 1210 of Revelations that assassinates the character of the individual that you're learning about. Now, this cancel culture that we're in is such a tragedy because the Christian community is crucifying leaders in all in the name of justice. And I would caution us, uh, you know, some say, oh, this is just, you know, we want to warn people that come behind. We want to have precedents. We want to have margin and boundaries. I get it. I get that. But how we do it in the spirit of love, meekness, confidentiality, privacy, 
and not crucifying people. Because if we do in James chapter 3, the first six verses, we will reap a forest fire. Uh, or in 2, 1 of Romans, we will have a compound judgment that person's sin will come off of them onto us. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, Ezekiel 10, 20 says, Do not curse the king, even in your thoughts. Do not curse the rich, even in your bedroom. For a bird of the air may carry your voice, and the bird in flight may tell the matter. Wow. God hates the person that, uh, well, God hates the sin of discord in Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. And that's a good point to always say God loves the sinner but hates the sin. And judgment and resistance will happen to turn us around in Revelations 13, 9 if we're his. But I really want us to watch our tongue. There's like this emotion of curiosity and I've got information. Did you hear what this person said? And did you hear that? And it's like it's almost like we get caught up with this uh as the Proverbs say, the stolen waters are sweet, but they are bitter in our stomach. So when we hear evil, and again, something that is attacking the nature and character of God, it's an antichrist spirit. There's motivation that has distorted the facts, has twisted the facts with personal gain. There's a conspiratorial type of nature to the communication. There's unification against that person. We really want to be careful because God hates that. He hates it. And I don't, and I'm sure you do too, do not want to be carried about uh, with God resisting us in James 4, 8. So what do we do? Well, again, stick to the facts. What's the context? And am I the right person to be speaking to? Number, Number two, my emotions, my reasoning, my perceptions. I really want to take all this information and have it go through the cross. That means I lay it at the feet of Jesus and I say, Lord, is this something you would say to that individual or me for that matter? Does it represent you? Number two, does it, is it something that I would find in my Bible as a way that you handle people? And thirdly, um, uh, and, and, and it, it's so important to think about like, you know, how we handle and uh, not to light the stick of dynamite in our hands. So going through the cross is, and thirdly, excuse me, thirdly is, is it going to strengthen my faith? So think about this for a minute. We come across information all the time. People go through difficulty. That's understandable. And as leaders, we are in confidentiality and honoring privacy to pray, help that person navigate through it through the word of God. But when I talk to everybody about it, I create a forest fire. I compound the situation. And what happens is a talebearer separates friends. Well, power of life and death is in the tongue, Proverbs 18, 17. What are we speaking today? Maybe you have a stick of dynamite in your hands. What are you going to do about it? Well, if I get involved with it and I'm not supposed to be involved in it 
and has nothing to do with me, 1 Peter 4.15, I'm a busybody, then now I got, a, I got a lit piece of dynamite in my hands. So I want to, just like the bomb squad that would take care of a, uh, of a dangerous device, they go and defuse it and they protect others from it. This is, we want to go to the right people that can do something about it in confidentiality. We don't want to blast it on Facebook. We don't want to blast it to all my buddies and, and uh, have this pity and this subjective camaraderie. That, oh, you poor baby. No, we want to handle it very carefully, very carefully. And uh, if we see something, say something. And I really want to stress that because uh, blind spots and the appearance of evil are real things that God uh, wants to help all of us grow in today and every day. So an evil report, it's very destructive. You know, even in our own ministry, we have stuff on the website, on the, on, on the Internet that accuse us of things that are totally wrong. But people still go and they still swallow the lie. You know, I had a brother uh, that's been coming out to church for a while and he says, oh, your ministry is a cult. And whenever someone says that, uh, it's so interesting to me because, you know, I, and this is, I, I said, okay, define what you mean by cult. Something oppressive, manipulative, something that's, uh, you know, controlling. And I said, you've been coming here six months. Have you sensed that? And he goes, no. I said, then I have trouble understanding your reasoning. He says, well, I read that. I said, okay, you read that. Do you believe everything that you read? And we dug a little further, and there was a, a, a deeper situation uh, with another person that was feeding his heart full of lies. And, you know, you know, Jesus was spoken evil about, and he did not defend himself. He lived his life. And you may be speak, spoken evil about. I mean, just read... Uh, 1 Peter chapter 3, you will suffer an, uh, a righteous, you will suffer, the righteous will suffer unjustly because of the testimony of Christ. What are we going to do with the evil poor? What are we going to do when, when you hear something from another person, secondhand or thirdhand, that's against you? Well, guaranteed a person that's speaking evil about you uh, or about another person to you will eventually speak evil about you. We really want to have be wise. We really want to be wise to um, have a silver tongue, a wise tongue, have boundaries, and really say and just really kind of stop that person. Say, hey, listen, let me help you go to them alone. Let me help. Let's open scripture together and see how we can handle this and not blow ourselves up in the process. Uh, let's really let's seek in humility and tenderness and meekness in Galatians 6, 1, to save a brother, to save a person's testimony. And I'll just close by saying this, this cancel culture. You know, let's say someone's in your life for 15 years, 20 years, or five years, or 30 years, and let's say one thing happens, or there's a season in that person's life where it's bad. Um, and I, and understanding there's hurt absolutely and I'm not encouraging anyone to stay in an abusive 
uh, relationship or a relationship that has been abandoned, you've been abandoned, um, or there's been adultery or some sort of, um, uh, you know, breaking of the trust. But my point is this, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. So if there's been a season, let's say in a pastor's life, let's say a pastor or leader's invested in your life. Don't cancel him out. Take that season where he ministered to you in the Holy Spirit or she ministered to you in the Holy Spirit and cherish that. Now, that doesn't mean uh, that we go on vacation with our enemy or we draw near to a toxic person. No, no, no. But I'm saying don't cancel people in your heart. You know, there's a lot of talk about narcissist, narcissism, and that's a real thing. And we should really understand what that means and identify that. But I'm saying eat the chicken and spit out the bones in regards to, to church and leadership. Because to cancel somebody out that's been a, a light for many years is such a support, encouragement, and strength in your life. Well, an evil report, that is what is our days all about. Lots of lots of information, and we arm the devil every time we assassinate someone's character. Remember, God is in heaven; you're on earth. So let your words be few. If the dynamite is lit, diffuse it in humility and prayer, and go to that person alone. If you got to stick a dynamite in your hand, and it's that information's not gone through the cross then surrender it to God. Say, Lord, is this something you would say? Is this something your Bible would show me how to walk in? Thirdly, does it strengthen my faith? This kind of information, if it doesn't go through the cross, it becomes uncontrolled and dangerous. But when it goes through the cross, we are crucified with Christ and we no longer live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. We quote Galatians 2.20 like drinking in a cup of coffee, but I challenge you today, maybe you're sitting on some juicy information. Uh, surrender it to God and make sure, make sure that am I the person to get involved? And if I get involved and maybe I'm just that person, I'm repeating myself on purpose. Maybe I'm that person that shows and encourages that other person. Hey, listen, let's stop talking to me. I can't do anything about it. You're poisoning me, actually. But let's go to that person alone. Let's seek them. Let's be a bridge builder. Let's be a peacemaker. Let's seek the Lord. Let's be someone that unifies based in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. God bless your day. Thanks, friends, for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.